morning, good afternoon, and good evening to my fellow chingos. Welcome to Chime Hangout Season 2, where we sit back and relax while we breeze through on K-pop goodness from music to news. And not to forget the culture of Korea. You're with me today, Zaito. As usual, this show is recorded on 17 of June 2020. Before we get into the show, do not forget to check out on Chimac Hangout on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and possible your other favorite podcast platform as well. Alright, so let me just as usual... Let's stop this music, and here we go, starting the show. And before that, I'm not alone today. Welcome our guest for today, Miss Guest. Hi, um, this is Mary, um, admin of Card Philippines. Um, it's so nice to be here today. Alright, so as you guys who know, if you listen to me in the past, basically last year during lockdown itself, then you should have heard her once or twice in the past, which is been almost, I can guess, a year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think oh, 10 months ago. Oh, that's very, very, very long time. I didn't have a time to actually hit you up to come to the show again. Thank God we, when we start this show, you, uh, you have time to actually hit me up instead. Anyway, mm-hmm. it was good to hear that she's doing well, I'm doing well, everyone's doing well. And just a heads up, I'm thankful to anyone who listened to the previous podcast, although I did not do much promotion or posting or anything. I'm very, very thankful that we have at least 10 listening for. Well, all I can say is... I guess that's the cheer for me. 10 listenings for the first week without any posting is something of, wow, at least I still have a small following there. Anyway, let's get into today's topic here. As you mentioned, as she mentioned, I should be saying, that she is representing a group from the Philippines for today. So before we get into that, let me just give you a heads up of what we have for today. So for today's music is the song that is actually suggested and a representation from Mary on Broken Me by DM from Card, followed by Like Some Vanilla and lastly Bam Bam Ribbon. Wow, I guess we can say that everyone is a new debut in some ways. Especially for the last two, it is. And following with that, we have today's weekly news and topic that we have for today is how K-pop idols begin involving in songwriting process. This is something, well, a little bit unusual in some way. We are talking to that. Followed by music shows cancelled for about two weeks. What the heck? 
Maybe we can check that out. Maybe you know. Possible not happening? Well, see so. And lastly, why fans love their idols so much? Is it really that amazing? Hmm. Let's see what we are talking about in part 2 later on. Alright, following that, let's start with our first part here. So, we would like to do the introduction for our first song. Yeah, uh, should I do it? Yeah, please go ahead. Okay, yeah. So, the first song is um, Broken Me by BM from Card. So, actually, this song has been um, on BM's archive for so long. So, according to him, he has this song for a long time. And this song talks about his internal struggles, his battles. So, as we all know, BM um, debuted pretty late. So, he debuted at the age of 25. So, he had some crisis because he has been a trainee for long. And he asked his CEO to let him go. But his CEO did not give up on him. And I am so thankful for that because we have BM today here to celebrate. And to add on to that, if you guys don't know... BM is from Card, which is officially debuted on 2017 under DSP Media. And pretty much last year, the group have already won a top co-ed idol award. And just an extra tips, if you want to know what BM is, it's also known as Big Matthew, which is his real name, Matthew Kim. So talking about this song, Broken Me. Yeah. So, um, Broken Me is actually um, the OST also of the upcoming short film with Pak Eun Sok. The title is um, Brave New World, which is coming on July. So, we all know Pak Eun Sok as um, Logan Lee from The Penthouse. Okay. So, to add on to that itself, we can say that this can be counted as his... Mm, let's see, solo debut in a way because in the past he does produce songs. Yes, um, this is his um solo work. So this is actually his first um work outside his label DSP Media. So he worked with um companies Apex and Vibe Studios with this, and they really did a great job on producing the music video. So. Um, it was shot on a studio and they made it like it was filmed in Iceland. Nice to hear that. And add on to that, the fan service in there. Oh my goodness gracious. I think I can just pretty much just go. Wow. I have no idea what to say to the fan services for the fans. Well done. Anyway. We are going back into talking about the songs itself. Alright, so you say that this song has been a very long time. And privately, you did tell me that this is something like him opening up his pain, his scar. What do you actually know about that? Or maybe you have heard about him saying about this. Yeah, um, he actually um, said this to a couple of interviews and to his live broadcast. So, like what I have mentioned earlier, BM has been training for so long and he debuted um, late as it, at the age of 25. So, he just wants this song to help us overcome our struggles also because everyone is looking up on him. So, we also say in the fandom that BM stands for Big Motivation. So, every time that life is not going good for us we turn to him but 
we don't know that we uh, he has his own struggles too so um through this song he opened up everything and it sounds really vulnerable you can see bm from the inside so he's just more than the big tidi guy that uh, the people know so really when i first heard the song i was tearing up because the lyrics were so emotional okay that's nice to hear and just excuse to anyone if you are hearing any background songs just excuse on that because well all surrounding is not uh soundproof all right so moving on into that we do have a lot more to talk about so when we talk about basically the life the scar now we go a little bit into the songs itself as well as the mv since we are going on the general path here let's see on the song itself do you have something like specific lyrics or a specific maybe tone of the song that you actually like so i'll just start first for me itself the whole song can say a lot of things but if i really want to say is whenever he sing the part that heart is weighing heavy everything that i'm bearing all the pressure that i carry i know i know i'll end up on my own Mm-hmm. That's a very very heavy thing to say, because that's life actually. How about you? Um, for me, the very first uh part of the lyrics like, oh, growing numb to all the suffering and pain, what's left of all my sanity is held just by a thread. So I can feel that BM poured out all of his emotions just by opening the song because, um. He is, he is a man that looks really tough outside, but if you look on the inside, you don't know that he has been suffering a lot. Um, a lot of people are looking down on him. A lot of people are questioning him. And even himself, he is questioning himself if he's gonna make it. And the part that's saying that what's left of all my sanity is held just by a thread. So B, I can see BM as a really positive guy. He brings happiness to many people, especially to me. He is my inspiration, but I didn't really know that he has a lot of sufferings. He has been through a lot of difficult things. All I can see on him is just unicorns and rainbows without um, realizing how much he has been feeling all alone. He's been really depressed. He have been into a lot of battles so those two opening lines really caught me like it's just the opening but it kept me there all right so when she's explaining that do stay tuned for part two where we did dive more into why we are actually seeing all of this and maybe in the opposite way as a return to our idols for what they have actually performed or what they have done all right so simple as that the song i would say is good the mv simple nice good quality although there are some parts where we can say it is just pretty much a advertising services but it is acceptable overall um, if i really need to give a rating to this song because well why not give a rating since you're doing this the rating itself i think i'll give it a 
8 of 10 for overall in terms of performance mm-hmm. in the MV, the MV as overall, and the song itself. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, for me, I I can settle for 9. Um, I'm not writing this because I am BM biased, but it's just that um, there have been some delays on releasing the MV and the song. So BM explained that uh, the team is doing their best to produce a very perfect MV, a very perfect song. And I know I can see the frustration in him when he says that it keeps on delaying. So I know that they have worked meticulously on this. I appreciate everything that they have did. And um, the effects really look um, realistic. And the I think they just missed on the plots where they are showing Pak Unsok, it doesn't really connect to me. So overall, I can rate it 9. The song is perfect, but I can see just one lapse on the MV. Okay, as a bias, that's a strict score. I can say that's a very strict score. So moving on, we don't talk about this anymore. This is a nice way to actually do this. And before we move on, maybe you'd like to introduce once more what are you representing? Yeah, um, I am an admin of Card Philippines. So we are the Philippine uh, fan base of Card. And where can we actually find yeah, you? Yeah, uh, we are on fa- uh, Twitter, Card PH, and on Facebook, Card Philippines. Okay, so pretty much I will leave that in the description as well. So in the case that you feel like you want to know more about them or you want to find out what they actually do in their social media, do follow them. Everything is in the description when you're listening to this. Alright, without further ado, let's move on to another group. This group itself, I would say it's a new group. It's giving a big, big vibe like oh my girls. And sometimes I can see twice in the vibe as well in somehow. So who am I talking about? I'm pretty much talking about like some. Lightsam pretty much at the moment is a debut group with 8 members under Cube Entertainment. So the lineup, I will give you the chance to actually search for it. So you have the chance to know who they are. They are officially debuted on June 10, 2021. Which is pretty much, um, I can say a week ago based on this recording with their single Vanilla. First expression, Mari. What do you see about this group? Well, um, I, I was actually amazed uh, with the song. So although that many girl groups are doing like cutesy, um, fun, bubblegum pop kind of genre, I think Light Song was able to um, deliver um, a music that would make them um, separate from other girl groups like there there are a lot of girl groups who had this type of music when they debuted we have Hello Venus we have A-Pink we have Twice but Lightsome made their own name or their own branding onto this so I was really impressed I was like oh this song is really good and um, honestly I wasn't expecting that um, they would come from Cube because um, this is something that I didn't really expect for them. But yeah, pretty much they're really good. They're a really good girl group. Okay, so to add on to that, 
actually if you have the time to actually search for it while we are actually talking you will actually realize that some of the members are actually already appeared on several survival series actually like produce 48 units these are some of the shows that have already appeared some of the members are in there and you will never realize until they debut because they are not like some of those who have already debuted and joined the show which pretty much can bring much more fame to them but for them with this kind of i should say resume to start up with i can see a very good start up to it and like how uh, mary say it is a very good start it sounds very very good in a lot of way although i can see it doesn't bring anything new to k-pop like how we have twice we have um g friend multiple good groups i have already tried multiple ways to bring up new songs but they as a beginning as an introduction with their own color it is still a great pop song they started with a very confident chorus which is very very good and to add in more it doesn't sound overall idiom in a way it sounds very very good and when we move on to the mv itself what do you think mary other than the colorfulness do you have like a pinpoint that you actually like in there um it's also like um every girl group like depends on the pastel color scheme so i didn't really find anything special with it but there's something in it that i cannot really point out that keeps that kept me watching it's 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 something that i enjoy it's actually giving me some vibes from uh which group was that the group that sang after school it's giving me that kind of vibes i see mm-hmm. well for me the only reason why i'm actually looking at the mv at the time is pretty much the song is called vanilla and everything in there is pretty much the food. Mm-hmm. I'm getting hungry. You shouldn't watch the MV at 12 a.m. in the morning. That's my advice. If you watch it at that time, well, good luck to you. You pretty much you just go down and look for your supper. That's all I will say. All right. So moving into the song itself, like how Mary said, it is good. There are potential to it, and we can say that it is quite similar to Oh My Girls in. Quite a few ways, right? Although we said that they have their own colors in it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, moving into this song itself, Vanilla, and we say that it is having its own color. It is really, really good. Light Sum itself is, well, um, let me just look up. Light Sum itself is a combination of bright lights that will come together as one sum in order to reach everyone across the world becoming a group that will convey more positive energy to everyone in the message of hope okay now that's a far-fetched group name to be honest that is seriously a far-fetched group name really impressive yes it is impressive in a way to think of a song and a meaning behind it but sometimes it's just well Let's skip this for another time to talk about because I do not think I want to talk about this or we will actually pull long on talking about that topic. So with that, we have this song itself. 
and maybe you can give your short rating or what you think about in terms of MV, song, and performance inside the MV. Um, for me, I can rate the song as eight. It is not nothing really special. It's just that Lightsome added their own color or flavor to it, but it's not really special. Um, in my in my own opinion, it's just like any other girl group song. And for the MV, I could rate it as nine. Although I don't uh, see something special with it, also, it it made me um, watch all of it because if I don't really like an, a music video, I will just end watching it with um, light song. It's it's bubbly. It's fun. It it cheered me up. So overall, I could g- give it eight point five. Mm-hmm. Well, for me here, I, as you listen to my podcast since the past, if you haven't, you can check out a few episodes. Even the last episodes, I'm a bias of twice, but I'm very, very strict when I actually check about this. And I'm doing a basic check, performance in MV, MV itself, and as well as the song itself. Because these three things, as a K-pop fan, is very important, and I'm looking a little bit on the view as a person who's going to purchase their product in order to support them as a fan. So in a way, I do say that this is highest I can give is about 7.5. The reason why I can actually say so is because the MV itself, well done. That's pretty much it. And when we look into pretty much um, the song itself as well as the performance itself, I think um, I can't really give that high because I would say it's about a 7 to 7.5 for both of it because both of it with this kind of rating with the MV is just balanced in a way. It doesn't actually hype it up. It's just a balance on it. So with that, we pretty much have a 8.5 and a 7.5 from me for this song. Moving on to our last song. This is from Bam Bam, debuted in 2014 under JYP Entertainment, under the boy group Got 7. So, to fast forward things, they have already won several awards for 2020 and 21, like Artist of the Year and Bongsan Award. All of the members, including Bam Bam, left the company pretty much early of this year, January 19, as their contract ended with JYP. And as a special ending, well, with the company instead of group, although we do say it is a disband, I don't really say so as a disband, they will come back one day as a group again. So, no disband talking about. I just say they just left to another place to approach to achieve their new dreams. So, what was released that time was actually Anchor. On the day of 19th January, on the next day, it was released officially as the song. A digital music, you can check those songs out. It is quite nice to listen to as their last song with JYP. So currently, Bam Bam is re-debuted as a solo under AB's company as his new company to be working with. So talking about Bam Bam, reborn as a solo, showing a very, very different kind of song with Ribbon first impression 
Marie, would you like to take a lead? Yeah. Um, when I saw the music video, I could see that Bam Bam grew a lot because I have been a fan of him since 2014 when God Save uh, God Seven debuted, and he is just this baby who likes to goof around, who, who, who pulls pranks on his uh, youngs. But uh, when he redebuted as a solo artist, I could see that he grew up a lot. Like from a playful boy, he changed to a really fine man. So I could see um, that um, all these years he's been improving himself, and I was so impressed. Like, oh my gosh, as a Nuna fan, I'm so impressed. My boy grew up so well. Okay, so yeah, talking as a fan. Or you're talking as mm-hmm. a female partner. <laughs> Just ask me. I'm talking as, <laughs> of course, I'm talking as a fan. It's it's not that um, I'm putting myself into a romantic imagination with him. Yeah, he's he's really adorable, and now he is so fine. He is um doing things so well. So I was so impressed, and I was so proud of him. Okay, that's how we can actually say. And if we look into details, yes, I do agree that MV itself, everything is very different. It's very matured. And we, when we're actually talking about the MV itself, I can say that it's a real good last touch of color. Because when we talk about the song itself, if you look into the meaning generally, it is talking about him reborning. Restarting into something much more new, something very different from God Seven in multiple ways. Although I can see some similarity, but we can see a lot and a lot of difference on how actually he perform in the MV itself. Because I will say this honestly, as my kind of song, this is not the favorite genre that I have. But this is just a personal bias. Certainly, the song sounds good. It kicked off very, very well, and the MV is was the last touch that the song actually needs to express the color of the meanings. A brand new start feels quite refreshing and scary, but always have fun because that's how you discover your brand new self that you never know. That's what I would actually say to this song. It's something very, very new to the table. Although I can say some people will say that this is not something new because there are some parts that look similar to God Seven. But I say this is new. This is well different than how he actually performed in the past, and this is really different as how he actually debuted solo in Thailand as well. Thailand is. Um, if I need to put in words, it's pretty much rap songs only. Very, very different. I hope that they actually bring this kind of personality and song style to Thailand as well. Then I can see a new approach to that side. A nice marketing. Anything to add on? Um, yeah. Uh, everything is so different, especially uh with the lyrics. Um, the first two lines when he says that. See a better version of my side. I'm like a feather now. I feel so light. So I think he's talking about his freedom from JYP. And when he was free, he felt like he's a feather. He feels so light. 
um, he is able to do everything that he wants to do and that makes us able to see the better version of him we were able to see a better version of him, a new side of him, which is really, really fun. It is so fun. He is so fine and he is still that fun guy, but he added like some fine man touches on it. So it was really good. Okay. So to add on a little bit before we end on this talking about Bam Bam with his new song Ribbon, I just like to say you can check out the other songs in the album like Look So Fine, Air and Under The Sky. All of it have different style of music and vibes. You can check and see which one you like the most because it is not everything about the title song. Sometimes the B-side songs are much better that you never know. And I will be talking about that sooner or later on what I actually think about that. And we may bring back Mary or we will have someone else to join us as well to talk about that. Alright, so a simple rating as usual. I do say that the song itself and everything on is really good. It sounds nice. Generally and honestly, it doesn't bring a lot of new things to the table in the K-pop scene. However, impersonal and a little bit of bias-wise, I will give this a 7 due to the reason that I can see it's a very different kind of song than how he usually do as well as the way he actually perform it in the MV. The MV itself, well, i seen too much discount MV so I can say that yeah, a 7 will be a good enough on this. So it is a seven seven seven, and that's it. How about you? For me, actually, the differences made uh, made me want to rate uh, his debut higher. So I'll give him um, nine as well because you know, um, seeing seeing him grow um, to become a successful artist, uh, I'm really proud of the music that he did. So he produced this song by himself. And I can see that he learned a lot uh, all through the years. It's pretty much it. I love the music video. I love the production. It looks like an expensive production, honestly. And the song is really relaxing. It is a genre that I enjoy. So maybe if I am doing some chores, I would listen to it, dance my body along with it. So the music video is a 9 and the song is a 9 so I'll give it overall as 9. Great enough to listen to. Alright, so with that we have our rating overall for all the songs and with that let's go to a short break. As we listen to Lucas' voice who is still ninjaing around and not here, hopefully he'll come back soon. I'm still waiting for him. Alright, going to a short break. See you guys after this. Hello guys, like what you're listening to? Please do follow us on our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram page. Links are on the description and let's move on to part 2. Welcome back to Chimet Hangout Season 2 Episode 2. Tutu. Alright, so moving on into our weekly news and topic, we are talking about how K-pop idols begin being involved in the songwriting process. So this is pretty much a reference that I'm looking for and I'm seeing actually from Korebu 
this is something very very interesting because we have been figuring out on the how the process is done idols don't really give us a general idea at all is it that they just suck their lyrics and it is accepted then it is included in the album so how does that happen do you have any idea on how it happened actually mary um actually i don't really have um a general idea how it goes personally i think each company it differs so what's applicable in yg might not be applicable in sm what's applicable in sm might not be applicable in jyp and so on so i think it mat it differs from company to company how they train the idols to songwriting how they are strict with accepting the songs so yeah i don't really have a construct idea how this thing goes correctly okay so just give you a general overview on how it's actually done this is pretty much a general thing that will actually go through for all idols without state of the company so we have this is actually uh, Michelle Cho who is a K-pop songwriter who is working under SM itself and we can say that they are starting off most of the time idols are put into performance for maybe like a year or two after their debut this process goes on with them joining in into sessions where they will actually listen to title songs choosing title songs this is the first signal to all companies to all idols that they have the chance to submit their lyrics that's when they will actually do it because demo can be done whenever they're actually picking their title song that's one thing that i actually seen a lot heard a lot and even idols are actually saying okay i write this song i submit to them usually when that's the question that i even me myself in the past have and that's the answer that was actually given when i actually check out this we even have some people who are under jyp who is under the producer training for songwriting and so on i do have someone in that training in the past so the training goes on with them submitting demos and idols actually being the just to listen to it whether they like it or not as one of the criteria to going through that uh, pretty much as you can say competition in a way so putting that in it means that they are saying or basically this friend of mine i won't be saying names are saying that they need to submit demos lyrics any of it as a way to actually let the songwriters and the lyrics or pretty much a song they want to actually include with the lyrics it is a fair process so nothing can actually run far away from this process it is similar to multiple companies except smaller ones maybe they do not have song they have songs written by the idols themselves and to save cost maybe yeah you can see they just pick up those songs easily so talking about lyrics writer our idol lyrics writer producers do you have anyone in mind we are not we are being general in the idol k-pop scenes do you have anyone that you think that this person is well i can say maybe in your mind someone worth being praised 
a praiseworthy idol for being a lyric writer or a composer. Do we have anyone like that? Um, yeah. Um, actually, uh, the members of Card, BM and JSEF, so they trained together as um, a duo. So they're supposedly to de- debut as a hip hop duo. And while being trainees, they're trained a lot how to do songwriting, composing. And BM and JSEF also took interest in producing. So when the first project of Card was released, Oh Nana, um, BM and JSEF helped. And um, since then, for, for all of their songs, BM and JSEF have been participating. And BM is always there in every song that they have. He is there as um, a lyrics writer. He's always credited for uh, credited for writing lyrics. So, um, without being biased, I think BM and JSF really deserves um, some recognition as um, songwriters and music producers. Mm, I understand that very, very well. But for me itself, although I'm a very, I can say, huge fan of JYP at the moment, but I can say I'm more approaching to, if I can say, a uh, producer that I need to pick actually I have two person I would say Henry and Amber they are two people who actually well I can say are foreigners in the in Korean and the K-pop scenes in multiple ways they come to here they train become idols and the story goes on so when we talk about all of this like how Mary said they have like uh, trainings and so on how they actually do this how they're examining on this and to add on they do not have to actually participate in the whole process on doing everything but talking to the, all those songwriters producers composers on what they want actually help a lot to actually create a song they want however as a self-claimed composer like Amber and I won't say self-claim I more say a self-sufficient composers like Amber and Henry will you say that they are actually a bigger factor to maybe let's say the groups that they are into stand much longer I won't say for Henry I will say for Amber do you think that Amber is a factor for her that actually affects the whole group of efforts to last that long because we have been talking in the past I think you and me also we have talked about this once upon a time that FX is going to be gone but they pretty much last a very long time do you think that because of her being a self-sufficient composer actually bring a big factor to this? Personally, I think no because Amber herself is being herself and she's um, a separate person as Amber of FX so, um, they're two different people and Amber is really good to um, separate her- herself as a solo artist and as a member of FX. So, I don't really think that um, her going solo and producing her own style of music, producing songs that she likes and writing the lyrics that her heart is talking to, it's, it's not... Uh, affecting anything for me because when Amber is Amber I can see her 
hole as Amber. And if she's in FX, I see her, her as um, Amber of FX. With that, I think pretty much just ending with that short question there. So to you guys, listeners in there, if you do have any suggestion or maybe you want to counter the answers given by me or Mary regarding to our last question, do put in the comments to let us know what you think about it. Is it you do agree with me or do you agree with her? Will be a short answer, will be good enough. Alright, so moving on to another news. Instead of a topic, we have a news where Music Hall and Inky Gayo may be cancelled for two months this year, which is for July and August. And Mary, do you know what's the reason regarding to this? Yes, um, I heard that they're giving um, way for the Olympics coming. So instead of broadcasting this um, music shows, they're giving way for the Olympics broadcasting. So I think it's really a bummer, but uh, you know, a lot of artists are making comebacks for the summer and their promotions would be affected by this um, temporary uh, shutdown. Alright, so... Okay, but that just give you some names on what we have on the list that will be on the show during those two months. We have Shiny Key, 21 Minzy, SF9, 6 or should I say CIX, and possible BTS as well to be one of the groups. So they will be debuted during those two months, and we have also Red Velvet. So with this kind of thing happening, but no news yet. Don't get ahead of yourself. No news yet. Unless once this podcast is released and the news come during this weekend, then bad news it is. But at least you have listened to this. You know some things. So talking about this Tokyo 2020, and I will go a little bit on in-depth instead of just K-pop. We'll go into the culture itself and we're talking about Japan as well a little bit on this and the current situation. We have the pandemic which is on 2020, some Olympic was cancelled, which should be in Tokyo. It was cancelled, it should be held in their new stadium, in the new area city. If you haven't been there, if I'm not mistaken, you should be able to see the Gundam big statue close to the stadium as well, if I remember correctly. So anyway, talking about all of this, giving way to this, we still have the show, show champion, and countdown going on as scheduled. Talking about all of this, what do you think about this? Is this the right approach to actually do? And I'm referring to the Olympics itself. Mm, I think um, it really affects the promotion. Although there's some uh, some music shows going on. Um, I think uh, missing just two shows would affect the uh, the promotion that the artist is doing because um, it is already in our system or in our culture to uh, anticipate for the shows. Especially, it starts on Tuesday until Sunday. So it would seem empty for me personally as a K-pop fan because if my my ultimate group or someone I like is making a comeback, I'll, I'll be anticipating for their um. Uh, for their stages. As a fan, you can say this way. As a fan for myself, I agree the most. But as a human being who love K 
Korea a lot. Do you think that, or basically, we do love K-pop and sometimes we can say we love J-pop itself. Is it agreeable for Olympics itself to actually go on like this? Although the pandemic is going very, very badly, Japan is going on lockdown again, if I remember correctly. Everyone in Japan, I can say at the moment from what I heard and the estimation that I have from the recent news is only about 10 to 20% who are vaccinated. Not talking that vaccinated means you won't get it, it's only a 90%, you still get it, but the symptom is lesser. Talking about all of this and compared to our own country itself, I am currently in Malaysia and I'm still currently in a lockdown again and this is the third time I'm going on a lockdown. I am an introvert but this is getting very very haywire. How about you? Let's compare about Japan itself go doing this without actually thinking much. They are just proceeding because the torch is with them. They need to get this away. So they are forcing the way through just to do the Olympics so they can throw everything away and not care about it. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, they're rushing to end this because um, hosting Olympics is such um, a responsibility and obligation. So I, I, I think Japan is just like, uh, let's just finish this. I'm so tired of this, um, whatever, whatever. And for me, I think it's not the best time to do it especially with yeah given the covid situation that everything is going pretty badly so i think japan should um think about it further because it's not only affecting um themselves but also the the players the athletes what if someone gets infected um within the area and it spreads like 10 seconds the virus spreads and everyone has covid so I think they have to rethink about it and personally if you would ask me um, aside from being a K-pop fan that worries that the promotions would be affected I also care about those people because if those people get infected and go home um, they are potential carriers of the virus and it may spread again on their home countries See, like I say once it's actually the athlete brings back its spread then we have a global what we can call the Olympic Corona Wave yes. a nice name I already named it for you before you even start your Olympic what the heck uh, I, and I tell you if this still goes on globally we are going to hear a lot and a lot of this kind of sound from a lot of people That's the sound I'm talking about. There will be a lot of people going like that. And well, most Japanese will actually say, go on. Because there are interviews on YouTube itself. You can Google for it. Olympic um, organizing and doing Olympics survey by Japan's. You can search for this keyword. You should be able to search for a few in English where they actually ask the citizen of Japan whether this should be going on. And I can tell you, the answer is very, very surprising. Instead of um, 0% or a maximum of 20% saying yes, it's actually a 
if I remember correctly, most of the survey that was released is about a 50-50 or a 60-40. And usually, it is the 40 is agreeing to doing so. Why? They are thinking that doing this will get away the Olympic. It can pass the torch to the other people. They need to not be holding on because it's causing a lot of money for them. They need to think a lot of things. They need to organize a lot of things. And the costs always remain in their economy. And I'm very, I'm very sorry, even to our guests here, that I'm talking a little bit of politics here. Due to my business background nowadays, I'm talking a little bit of this. But for your understanding, this affects us as a K-pop fan a lot of ways. You will never know. The worst case is, if this go on, after that, we have this so-called Olympic Corona wave, then I can tell you, you won't even have one music show ongoing for you to watch. And if it still goes on, I think it will be a limited of five performances. It means it will be a 30 minutes music show, end it that way, that's all. Like it not, that is what you get if this Olympic still go on. So, all I can say is, leave in the comment what you think. Is it the right thing to do to actually proceed with Olympics 2020? Although, I will say one thing. At least get everyone vaccinated. Then you continue to do this. Then I say yes. Just do it. There is insurance in the background. You can do it. But without the global population to be vaccinated, then eh, no idea what to say. Anything to add on? Um, yeah, uh, pretty much it. It's just that it is really concerning that even the citizens doesn't really care about this uh, entire COVID situation. So it will cause a lot of problems in the future. So I would really say that Japan has to think about it because this is really concerning. I'm, I'm bothered while, while listening that, that they're thinking about it that they just want to end this and rush things without considering the conditions of the athletes and the potential spread of another wave of COVID. Yeah, that's one thing because they have their way of thinking that I won't say anymore. But that's that. If you do not actually understand what we are talking about, you can always go on Google or YouTube to actually search on it. You will find multiple articles even they are like surveys and votings or pages just wanting this to be stopped a lot of it just go ahead anyway let's move on to something much more brighter where we talk about why fans love for idols are really amazing and I can say when we talk about this it's how me and her acting whenever we see our idols. So, Alright, so to start up this topic itself, I'd like to ask, so far, how many times have you seen your idol physically or basically maybe join their fan sign or join a call? Can you tell me how many times have you already gone through this process? Um, I have met card once when they had their concert here in the Philippines and I have been into a couple of um, fan calls fan events so uh, around 
two, uh, two months ago, I was with a card event, and I have been also um, talking to Ladies Codes Ashley through her um, radio show. So mostly during the pandemic, I'm just attending events online. Good to hear that. At least take her as an example. I will just include her Twitter in there. If she's willing, you can ask her how she did it. Maybe she can give you some tips to how to approach your idols, to join fan signs, and etc. On, you can check it because there are so many kinds of tips. Even I myself have some tips that we will talk about that in the future. So, talking about that, I myself in the past I stand girls generation nowadays is more to twice because girls generation very sad to say i haven't seen them for such a long time and for girls generation i only seen them one time in a concert in a very very far distance and i do not know how to feel about that i still scream like a little girl that's very bad anyway talk for twice i have already went to their concert for one time, two times, at least three times for the concerts and meet them at least once in airport and I can say accidentally because I did not expect that to happen another time also at the airport due to the cancellation of concert in Malaysia where they should be actually performing due to stage problem and when we talk about digital online, sadly to say, I'm too busy to actually try to attend any of it. Because if you guys who actually know SK Pop, the schedule is very, very crazy and I don't have time to do so. I'm very sad because I do have opportunity to join some, but I did not pick it up due to thinking about my freaking future. Future is much more important, my friends. My fellow chingos who are K-pop stands here, sometimes future can sometimes take away what you love and put it aside while you're actually making much more money just to support them by buying albums. Yep, talking about that, let's move on to albums. Maybe you can tell me why fans' love for idols are really amazing and I can restart the topic with albums. How far or how great have you go to buy albums when you actually stand a idol, a solo or a group? Um, for me, I've been religiously supporting Card ever since that they have released an album. So I've been constantly buying their albums. And also it became an addiction somehow because if your package arrives at your house, you have this really good feeling of um, unboxing it and flipping through the pages, see whose photo card have you got. So, yeah, with card, I have been um, buying their albums, and although uh, they also have albums that are promo only, so I've been looking through the internet. I've been purchasing their albums that they didn't really release in public. That's how great it goes for me. So far, I'm a person who collects. Uh, Korean versions albums because Toys released uh, Japanese version albums as well but I'm very sorry to say I do not collect that because I more prefer to collect the uh, Korean albums because it is the style that I like 
and so far I'm honestly saying I'm only down to at least two albums that I'm missing due to my past budget which I did not get and nowadays it is a freaking special edition it's like a rare Pokemon I can say in some words to find those albums I'm still looking for it anyone out there who are selling no scammers no scrappers I won't actually reply to those I know who you are I can check I, I can investigate alright to honor seller do hit me up I'm looking for some albums or more especially for twice coaster lane 1 and lane 2 I'm looking for those just hits up on it alright so talking about albums I have pretty much all of it and I'm still waiting for the three new albums from twice alcohol free taste of love is not coming yet I need to wait another one to two more weeks yikes the waiting sucks don't you think yeah the, the waiting sucks um I live in the southernmost part of the Philippines and getting my items shipped from the capital city takes one to two weeks and it's like living in hell uh talk about that alright talking about that since in the past you did actually attend their performance then my question to you is have you ever tried to go through the well I can say the healthy sussing fan k-pop fan way I can say that right I think yeah it means in other words you're following them from airports on day one it means waiting for them on day two on your location of that waiting from morning until performance as well as going back to airport and saying goodbye to them oh no um i didn't really get to experience that because um card's concert was february 9th and i arrived february 9th in the morning and the show is in the evening so i didn't really get get the chance to wait for them at the airport so i have heard a lot of people that are following them around so i was actually upset about that because it is not really far from the sassing culture that uh, the sassings are doing in korea so um i was just like uh yeah i'll just wait to see them in the show and then accidentally uh i was having breakfast in this restaurant in front of the hotel that they're staying in i saw them unpacking their stuff so i was like oh no <laughs> this is an accident i'm not the thing and i didn't also got the chance to send them off to the airport because i have to meet my friends in the morning so they left in the morning and i have to meet my friends on the other city so I didn't really get the chance to do such sassing acts and even if I have the time and opportunity to I don't think that I would want to because I am I am anti-sassings I'm mad at sassings it's like you're invading your idol's privacy you're taking their personal space so I won't dare do that okay then let's just filter everything out will you in the case that says that you have the money and the time to actually take airplanes will you actually take the time maybe let's just say your plane is maybe in the evening and they are going back maybe let's say in the afternoon at the same airport are you willing to actually go in the morning as a fan to see them to say goodbye then after that maybe just lay around 
in the airport before your flight? Um, I think uh, it is not harmful to do that if you have your schedule uh, at the same place and you just go earlier to say hi. But if your intention is to be to grab them, to hold them, then I think that's not. But if your intention is just to say hi, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, as how she said. It's not to grab them, it's not to hold them, or it's not to follow them around. So pretty much, you're going in the first day to see them, to say hello, to see them, just getting a glimpse. That's fun. And on the day of performance, I'm saying this is because I ex- experienced something. I was in ninety percent. I wasn't able to actually go on the first day because performance-wise in Malaysia, it's very hard to get K-pop fans coming. So I usually go to Singapore. I know it's expensive. I need to say a lot. I know what our listeners are thinking is expensive. All right. So expensive it is. I still have the money because I'm earning it myself. So I just go as a vacation and just pretty much to say that it is enjoyment. And I can tell you, the best thing you can ever do as a fan, a love for your idols, is on concert. Do you agree on that? Yeah, I really do agree with that. Um, I had, I've heard uh, some other people that they didn't really get the opportunity to see Card on the airport, and then they just went to the airport, and then they saw people posting about the concert, and they're regretting that. Oh, I could have seen them better when I have attended the concert. So I was like, yeah, that's something that is not worth doing it, like following them around or just going to the places unannounced. Because it is their private time, and you have to respect that. If they want to go to an establishment because they want to try something, why would you follow them? You're, you're invading their privacy. It's their private time. Yeah, agreeing with that. Overall, I can say is, if you want to actually do something like a, as a healthy fan, and maybe I'll say a borderline to assessing fan in some ways where we have a culture in Korea where. Can see fans waiting for them to say goodbye at airports and just waiting around in the concert area for before you go into concerts. I do say, if you ever have the chance to go to concerts, take the chance. If you are not old enough, try to ask. Maybe as a birthday present or anything, just find a way to go. Because once you actually go and you're able to actually meet up with your friends. Or either K-pop members of your group, you will actually feel a very, very different thing. Before and after is a, I can say, it is more addictive than actually collecting albums and opening albums in some ways because yeah, one you're seeing your friends who you've been talking to for such a long time online, talking about Card, Twice, any groups that you stand. At the same time, meeting that in person is one of the thing. Secondly, going into a concert and doing crazy stuff in the concert, no one will ever say you're crazy. Everyone just look at you and say, "Wow, this is a a crazy fan," and that's the only thing they will see. But don't go, obviously, don't go over crazy as in jumping around, bringing in something that shouldn't be bring in. You know what I mean? 
not the cameras. I know. I know a lot of people bring cameras and phones to take photos. That's a simple thing. That's our crazy love for our idols that I myself are guilty for it also. So pretty much with that, I won't say more. Do you have anything you have to add on to our listeners here to say about this topic of us? Pretty much the love that we have for our idols, you can actually express yourself. How you actually express your love to your idols as well in the comments. I want to see, is it really that amazing? How well have you done as a fan? Well, wow, this has just gone in a competition. Anyway, anything to add on, Mary? Yeah, um, I also want to um, share the experience that when you attend a concert and you have like a member that is your least favorite, when you attend the concert, you will most most probably what's gonna happen that least favorite member of yours is gonna be your ultimate bias wrecker. So I really do recommend going to concerts, especially if you have the chance. The experience of seeing them dance right in front of you, perform right in front of you, and hear them live is much more different than hearing them through your headphones, through your computer, through your um, gadgets. It's a one once in a lifetime um, experience. So if you have the chance, and if the world is getting better now, yeah, support your idols by going through to their concerts. <laughs> she said all. I can only say, nice. With that, that's all we have for today. And I can say, wow, it's been a nice talk, and it's nice to have you here, Mary. It's a good talk today. Thank you. With that, I think we can go with our outro here. So pretty much a teaser for you guys for next episode. We have 17. Hmm. It's been a while since I talked about 17. 17, well, now this have given me uh, some high hopes on their songs. So we'll see how that goes. With that, I will just like to say once more, like the video and subscribe to the channel if you are watching from YouTube. And do follow us on our podcast platform and you will get update whenever we post a new episode so with that before i end the show i just like to say since we're going through so many things that we're talking about don't dream to be the best dream to be someone who you are not ashamed to be and this is for all of you not as a person only but also as a k-pop fan with that that's all we have for today anything to add on mari or last words Ah uh, yeah. Um. First of all, um, Saito, thank you so much for accepting my invitation <laughs> because I was the one who reached him out. And personally, I miss doing podcasts, so I thought, yeah, maybe I could reach out to him. So yeah, uh, thank you so much for thank you so much for having me here. And um, I hope that we'll have a lot more of opportunities to do more. And yeah. Um, please stand guard. <laughs> Alright, you heard her saying that. So, all the social medias are in the descriptions. If you're listening in the podcast, I will put a ad tag in there. So, you can just pretty much take that and copy it into Twitter or basically on Facebook as well. Alright, so with that, we have that all. See you on the next episode. Annyeong! Bye!